Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing, and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, Cleopas, said to him in reply, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem? who does not know of the things that have taken place there these days? He replied, what sort of things? They said to him, the things that happened to Jesus of Nazareth, who is a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people. How the chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find the body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and they found things just as the woman had described. But they did not see him. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are. How slow of heart to believe all the prophets spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So we went in to stay with them, and it happened. While he was at table, he took bread, said the blessing, 
broke it, gave it to them. And with that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. And then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. morning. By the time Luke uh, wrote this gospel, it was many years after the initial death and resurrection of Jesus. And people in his community were asking a kind of fundamental question. Well, where is he? If Jesus is risen and the center of our faith, how do I know that today? How do I meet him now? It's a question I think you and I would ask. How do I meet this risen Jesus in my life? So Luke wrote this story, this gospel, to answer that. And he gives three answers for where we meet the risen one today. First, is a table. He took bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them. And they recognized him. It was instantaneous. The Jesus they were looking at vanished, and he came to them in the bread. In their heart, they saw him and met him there. Friends, somewhere on this Catholic journey of faith, that's got to happen. It must happen to you and me. That we see him and meet him in the bread. You know, I can't prove that to you. No one can, and no one can make it happen, but it must happen, and it can. The second place Luke tells us where we meet the resurrected Jesus, were not our hearts burning within us when he spoke the scriptures to us? Somewhere on this Catholic journey of faith, you and I must be burned singed by the word of God. It's kind of got to happen. It can happen anytime. It could happen here at Mass and the proclamation. It could happen in the quiet of your room when you read the Bible. It could happen with, from a talk, from a friend who speaks the scriptures to you, and it singes you 
and you're never the same. No one can prove it will happen or make it happen, but it's, it must happen. And it can and will. Third place, Luke tells us we meet the risen Jesus, is the one we miss the most. It happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. Jesus shows up and walks with them. And they don't even recognize him. How beautiful is that? It's one of the most beautiful passages in the Bible. He joins them. And they don't know it. They're talking about Jesus to Jesus. And they don't know it. In Greek, this conversing and debating really means a deep, serious conversation. Like from your gut that you have rarely in your life, where you let out your turmoil, your questions, your struggle, and your pain to another person. This is the kind of conversation these two disciples were having. They were unloading it all one to another. And in that conversation, he shows up. Their disappointment was palpable. We were hoping he was the one. But he's not. He died on a cross. In Deuteronomy, it says, cursed is the one who dies on a tree. As a Jew, Jesus died cursed. It could not have ended in a worse possible way. The depth of their disillusionment, their despair, their alienation from God and everything was so profound. But they shared it with each other. They were leaving town, checking out, going in the wrong direction. They were leaving Jerusalem. Jerusalem is where everything happened. Jesus set his face to Jerusalem, went there for the death and resurrection. That's where it happens. They're leaving. They're going in the wrong direction. And even though they're going in the wrong direction, Jesus walks with them. Well, how consoling is that? Even when we're walking in the wrong direction, he still walks with us. Maybe we could walk with other people who are walking in the wrong direction as well. Maybe wherever you are in your life and your faith, you're welcomed here because we walk together and sometimes it's the wrong direction. But Jesus joins us there when we come together. Walking seven miles from Jerusalem, it's a long way. It took about three and a half hours if we don't know how long, but Jesus took his time with them. He takes his time with us. <laughs> See, friends, when we share deeply and profoundly with another disciple, we create a space 
for the risen one to come. St. John Newman said, so much holiness is lost the church because brothers and sisters refuse to share the content of their heart one with another. So much holiness, so much wholeness is lost to the church because brothers and sisters refuse to share the content of their hearts one with another. That's why we have church. We're not here to talk about weather and sports. We're here to bring our lives with one another as they are to the risen one. To share what's there. Jesus says to them, what are you discussing along the way? <laughs> he wants to hear it. He wants to hear from you. He wants to hear the stuff that we don't want to say. He wants to hear the stuff that isn't pretty. He wants to hear about the, your disappointment, your complaint, your question, your doubts, mine. He wants that. Because that's where he comes and why he came. It's when we do that, this gospel says, we meet him. I'll give you an example of this. Archbishop Murphy was a bishop of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and he had a very aggressive form of leukemia. Uh, they thought he was going to die. He spent 38 days in intensive care, but he recovered. He said to his priest at a, a gathering later that he received thousands of letters, but there were two that he spoke of to the priests. One was from Sammy, who was 10 years old. One was from Sally, who was nine years old. Sammy, who's 10, wrote this. Dear Archbishop, you are very sick. You are probably going to die. But you are going to heaven. And I have heard that heaven is a very nice place. You are going to like it there. Love, Sammy. Sally, nine years old. Dear Archbishop, my name is Sally. I am nine years old. I have already had 39 surgeries in my life. So just hang in there. P.S. I am writing this from home, not CCD class. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so the bishop said he had received over 2,000 letters, but these two letters really sustained him. Why? Because Sammy spoke the truth. You're sick, you're going to die, and you're going to heaven. He spoke the truth. Sally shared her weakness. She shared her suffering. And it gave him courage it sustained him. It's why we have church. We speak Christian faith week in and week out, day in and day out to each other so we get it, so it sinks into us, so we can live with that kind of confidence and hope even in the face of death. That's why we have church. And we have church to share the content of our heart, especially our weakness and our suffering to give one another courage. 
together on this journey. It's where we meet him. It's where we meet the risen Jesus. There's one thing left for us, though, in this scripture. Jesus gave the impression he was going on further, leaving them. The one thing left for us to do is ask him to stay. Stay with us, Lord. Stay with me. To invite Jesus personally and intimately into our life to stay in me. When we do that, then we see him where he comes. We thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.